If you like what we're doing at Star Wars in Character and at NeoZaz.com, we kindly ask that you take just a few minutes to check out our new Patreon page. Patreon is an opportunity to support the show and help us produce more specials, series, and events in the future. Check out patreon.com slash neozaz to see our milestone goals for the future of the show and the network and the perks and bonuses offered at our different levels of support. We love creating content at Neozaz and love doing these shows. We have a lot more we'd like to do, and with this new Patreon page, we look forward to starting those projects very soon. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash neozaz. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash n-e-o-z-a-z. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew. Wanted to know. Or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Welcome to this special episode of Star Wars in Character. This is a break week from our regular episodes. And for this special episode, we wanted to do something that involved some listener participation again. Because those specials always come out great and they're always a lot of fun to do. So we did something pretty simple. We just put a post on our Facebook page just a couple hours ago, right before we started doing some other recordings where we said, ask us anything, and you've all come through like you always do. There's a ton of questions, so many, that we're going to split this into two parts. So what we're going to do is go through the questions one by one and answer them. We'll answer the questions. Ask us anything. If it's to someone specific, we will answer it. If it's something all four of us can answer or have uh, varying Answers on, we'll do that as well. Awesome. Got everybody with me? Chris, Dave, and Tim. I don't have fancy names like Chris. Yeah, that's right. So, My- sorry. I didn't realize how difficult that was, although if I were to do it, I would probably refer to the Star Wars Encyclopedia had I had one. Oh. <laughs> did, either, did any of you guys have, like, did your parents ever tell you, like, other names that were possible names for you, like, as a baby, like, before you were born? Yes, like, actually. Matt, what was yours? Actually, oddly enough, Lucas. Really? No Absolutely. Way. Yep. So you could have been Lucas. I could have been. Yep. With a K. I have, don't know. I didn't ever ask that question. What about you, Tim? No, not that I know of. You were always going to be Tim. Yeah, as far as I know. What if you had been a girl? Uh, I never asked. I never asked. Tamina. <laughs> what about you? Yes. No, but they used to. They put on a pink sunburn outfit on me on the beach when I was like two or three. I think my mom always wanted a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That's awesome. I got photos of proof. Pink, traditionally, uh, uh, up until relatively recently, I'd say within the past hundred years, pink used to be a, uh, a color that they would put on boys because they thought pink signified strength and power. It was, it was predominantly a boy's color up until, say, the, the 20th century. Well, that's what I think of when I think of Chris, strength and power. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Power. I was almost Travis. Okay. Yeah. Is that your ask us anything, by the way? Yes, I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go. Dave, come back. I'm, I'm anxious to hear. I have not. Listened. I'm excited. I have, I have not read the question. Okay. 
I don't want to know. I will start at the top, and then I don't know how Facebook orders stuff, so I don't think these are the order they came in. I'm just going to start start at the top of the list. I'm going to actually let me hit refresh, and this is the list we'll go from. Apologies, anyone that posts anything after this, but uh, yeah, we have to pick at some point to stop. So, first one that pops up on my screen is from Jeff Dover, and it says, "If you could all, if I'm sorry, if you all could be anyone from the Star Wars universe, who would you be? Who would you choose, and why?" That's easy. And I've got this guy is my new favorite character. Oh yeah, okay, I know who. Ardu say Malak because he sits in a bar all day and drinks, and in his uh, free time he collects and listens to music. And that's basically what I do. That anyway. is you too. <laughs> yeah, that is you, Dave. I, I listen to my iPod and I drink. So that's my guy. That's easy. That's a good question, though. All right, what you Chris. Yorin Delgorgan. <laughs> For obvious reasons, six titties. You're just gonna play with your own. I oh, nonstop, man. Tweak here, milk there, suck here. Now probably Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> that, that turned around real fast. Oh yeah. What about you guys? I would probably be Wedge and Tillies. I'd be a crack. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not smoking. I'd be a crack pilot. <laughs> who was a bit of a hero, but not the limelight hero. So I could do what I do, do it well, but not have to put the face on and be the face of the rebellion and all that stuff like Luke and Han and other guys were. Jeez, hmm. uh, I don't know what I would be. I'd probably someone on Coruscant because that seems like a sweet area to be. <laughs> um, I'd be that cab driver. Goes, you know, you're in the center of everything. <laughs> you're in the center. Probably that guy that that's in the in the extended scene in episode one. The that uh, moose-looking guy that drives the shuttle from um, from when they co- when they come to Coruscant and they have to go to the the uh, the temples and all that. He's this little moose guy. Just he's just a, like a limo driver. I'd be that guy. Back on. Okay. <laughs> thinking limo about driver. this though, there's got to be. We should research this. There's got to be Return of the Jedi. Princess Leia wears her Bush outfit when she comes in. Bush. The next time you see her, she's wearing a bikini. You don't think she, mm. she willingly put that on, do you? No. Somebody That's somebody's job in that building. Get this bikini. Get this thing. Get her out of those clothes and put her in these clothes. Who was that guy? I want to be that that's guy. That's a good answer. There's a line. Lando. Who was it, Lando? <laughs> Lando. <laughs> he bumped his Hello, head. Hello, what are we here? <laughs> After he bumped his head. <laughs> they do feel like sand. <laughs> a bag of sand. Bag of sand. That's the guy I want to be. <laughs> Get in line, Dave. No, are you already you you already have your answer. I'm quitting that job. You okay. already gave your answer too. Damn it. Ah. All right, ready for the next question? Yes. All right. Joe Pulford says, if you guys had to do a non-obscure Stars character, who would it be and why? Oh, I think we kind of <laughs> have toyed around with one forever. It's an idea Tim had. What's that? Darth Maul. Oh. I wanted to do it as a two as a two episode uh, deal where we did his story up until it would it would be one of those ones where we would record a few episodes. Or the last episode that we record during that session would be Darth Maul up until his death, and then over the course of the next few weeks between recordings, you would get caught up on the Clone Wars episodes that he's part of that deal with his storyline. And then we'd come back and do the post episode one story for him. Can you hear me shaking my head on the microphone? 
Can you hear the wind? They, that's going to be podcast gold, man. And if you ever- that would be like that would that would be two of the greatest episodes of this show. I know a lot of, and you would get some you would get some quality entertainment because those Darth Maul episodes are pretty damn strong. They are. This is when he's a spider monkey. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Manat, you like he's Marcel monkey jet. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it? It would, it would. A lot of people have wanted uh, General Grievous. I would. I don't care. I don't care too much about Darth Maul, but I would like to know how General Grievous became what he is. Okay, that's a good one. It's all in the Clone Wars. I don't. But I don't know that. I need you. I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> I need Tim. I need you to spoon feed it to me. I don't want to sit and watch that. I'm still thinking. I can't even think of like. I mean, can you imagine doing Han Solo? We would. I don't do want it. a big, big yeah. one. Take that's, a- that's my problem. It's like the the big ones that just take too long. Not that we know everything about Han Solo from what we see on screen, but it's like sometimes episodes can be too long and too much information, and that, that's a tough one to choose because everyone I would think of, I think, would be too much. Just yeah. too I much would- to do. I don't think people will be upset if we do a big one and don't really tell every little detail about the guy. And well, I guess that- it depends. The and and from what the four of us have read, what do you think would be like? I know there's like the there's that whole novel. I remember reading it. It was like the Adventures of Han Solo. It was like a prequel, right? And the one of Lando. They were pretty good. Yeah, I remember the post Return of the Jedi Boba Fett stories being really good. What happened to him in the Sarlacc? That would be cool. But like you said, there's so much other stuff. We would forget something or leave yeah. something out, and it would just be it would it would it'd be hell. It would be rough. Yeah. I mean, not that it's rough, rough, you yeah. know, we're sitting around talking about Star Wars, but yeah, it would, I would be afraid we would let something out. Like yeah. I, I, I ran into that when I did the wedge Antilles episode and it was just like, wow, it just went like to, to go through and, and to, to read the whole thing and pick out the sweet spots. It, it really is time. Con- it, I mean, crazily time consuming. It, um, it is time consuming to find Tim's sweet spot. I can, <laughs> I can. It's right here. Point Did you ever time that, Dave? <laughs> Timed it. <laughs> yeah. How long? I needed a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so the bitch is hard to the Mayan calendar. <laughs> Mayan calendar, 2012, baby. How about the next question? Ready? Ready. All right, from Dan W. Geister, I think is how you say it. Who well, I think you guys met at Celebration. Oh, God! Yeah. I thought you were going to say Griswold. What did you say, Chris? <laughs> Why'd you scream, oh, God? <laughs> the dog spark makes me scared of me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dog scared. Okay. I thought it was just like Dan, like, oh, God. So anyway, okay, well, Dan asked, would Neozaz ever add a question mark in character podcast, i.e. a podcast that would cover a fictional or non-fictional character from any source? I can answer nope. that and say, yes, nope. we have well, I heard Tim say no, but news as collectively without Tim's participation has considered that because there is we've we've talked about doing a lot of in character series and realized that they're not necessarily enough characters with backstories to do the whole thing. So we thought of just doing an in character series or special, including one that we've talked about, which I still think McDonald Land. Yeah, yeah. we should do a McDonald's Land in character. So I am that going would to. Be great take that question from my perspective and say yes we have considered it and, and probably are more likely to do it now now that we have better resources and more time with the help of the, the patreon account and support we've gotten i just remember when that came up and i remember we all 
chose and picked the characters we wanted to do. Yep, and we still could do it. I don't see any reason not to. There's so many series out there that we could do. What do you think? I mean, this is off the guy's question, but Dan's question, but what do you think people would most want to hear? Because you have to... I mean, not that we're authorities by any stretch on Star Wars, but you have to have at least some authority-like background in the character to talk about it. Is there anything that you guys feel like you have that you could do that? I always thought Tim, and Tim always says, no, it's too much. It would be great doing like a DC Marvel superhero kind of thing. It would be so hard. I know. That's what Tim, Tim yeah. said that and all. Comics are so hard. Tim would be perfect though. He the, knows a lot of that shit. The backstories are so vast. Comic books are like soap operas. Yeah. No one's ever dead. It never stops, never ends. And it never right. stops and never ends. And, and they become different. And, it, it just, and there's twins. It just good reboots. Um, yeah. And there's so many people I, out there that know so much. I mean, Tim, Tim to me knows a lot about comics. One of the, my friends that knows the most about comics. There are people that know more about comics that could dwarf what Tim knows. Yeah. And yeah. would be the first to point out, you guys missed this, 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 that's wrong. You know, like, I mean, I would be so afraid that would happen. It would be cool to yeah. do more. Well, yeah. Marvel in character, DC in character, yeah. but it would be so, it would just be so overwhelming, I think. I really wouldn't the, let uh, that stop me from doing it because I, I, I wrestled with that with Halloween Horror Nights because there's a lot of people. I'm a huge fan of Halloween Horror Nights. I am the biggest fan I know of her, Halloween Horror Nights, but I'm not the biggest fan of Halloween Horror Nights by far. And that intimidated me from doing a show. But then the, the, real, the uh, fact that no one else is doing a show and there's no one to start the conversation online and get in touch with these people and let them... Let them tell me what I got wrong so I can fix it in the next episode. I, I, I wouldn't let the intimidation factor stop me from doing a diff- another in-character series at this point. Well, the, um, point the there were two, ep- two series that I had wanted to consider doing. One of them was something that I had talked with Chris about before yeah. we started to pass the popcorn. And I, I wanted to go through, because there's nothing out there on it, I wanted to go through the Superman animated series episode by episode, just do like, and not we, I mean, we talked about doing commentaries. We talked about doing, uh, just, just reviews of each, of each episode of Superman, the animated series. And like, as we were going through, you, you know, when there'd be a character like bizarro, it would be kind of like star Wars in character where we would talk about bizarro. We tell it was first, you know, first appearance and his, and very brief history of these characters that would show up on that show. Uh, basically because I wanted to do it. I, I thought it'd be cool to do a show that had a definite beginning and end. When we got to the last ep- there was like 60 some odd episodes of that show. And we got to the last episode of the show. We were done. Um, and I also had talked with another friend of friend about doing one about the tick. And I wish you like, would do that. Cause I want to listen to that show. You had the tick one. I would love to do. I would love to do a full on, retrospective of the tick um uh animated series live action series <laughs> and all 13 of the original comics and and do interviews with people involved with it that's what i would love to do but speaking of the live action series i walked by batman will near orlando airport last weekend uh, oh really Nelson, what's it? the mayor uh, of gotham yeah what's his nestor carbonella or something like that <laughs> nestor Carbon- yeah no yeah. way yeah yeah he was here for um 
Walker Starker Con Orlando, and he must have just gotten off the plane because I I walked I walked right past him. And that guy looked like Batman. Will I'm like, wait a minute, no, that was Batman. Will that guy's do you fondue? I fondue you. I fondue <laughs> you. So that guy's yeah, unlost. He is really good. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I was gonna eyeliner. I was gonna do a character spinoff called Characters and Tim. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the, the the tick one is one that I think because there the, I don't think there's a single tick podcast out there, and that's one that I think it wouldn't have a huge listener base, but over the years I think people would would catch it and find it and and uh, reminisce because the tick anime series is, is one of my favorite cartoons of all, one of my favorite television series of all time, and uh, there's a lot to, there's a lot of information there. That's that's one of the things I love about doing infotainment series as opposed to news series is that you can leave them online forever and people are always finding them and they're usually always relevant unless something drastic has changed. So that's that's the nice thing about not worrying about having to ha- the current having the latest greatest current information about anything when we do the shows like we do. That's why I really enjoy the kind of shows that we do. Um, but I think that what we can take away from this question is that I, we really need to do McDonald's Landing character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. The, one, the one I would want to do the most, and I feel like I could do this without any research whatsoever and be an authority on it, is Seinfeld in character. Oh, yeah, you could. Yep. Because there's so many. I mean, my son and I, like, I talked to my son. I was like, we should do Harry Potter in character. I don't know shit about Harry Potter compared to my son. And it's like, I don't want to leave him open to, like, missing something and people, like, shitting on him online because he's, he's a teenager. And it's right. like, you know, if he forgets something from the books or the movies, it's like, I don't want him to have to deal with that. I don't care, but I don't want him to deal with that. Right. You could do Lord of the Rings in character. I mean, there's so many things you could do, but the one that I know I could do, and there's so many you characters, would be Seinfeld in character. There's a there's dozens and dozens you should do it. of characters. I'd be on. All right. <laughs> okay. I will think about it. But your son is a great co-host. Philly's full count, this revamp you did, You've launched to the top of my must-listen-to shows now. I was putting together those four you did. Every time you tried to build yourself up and your son is there to knock the, with a baseball bat to knock you down verbally is my, right. my favorite bits. That's what teenagers do. Oh, and he's so good at it. <laughs> Any, anything you say is wrong and you're stupid. Yeah, it's, I am a stupid, stupid man. I don't want him on any of my shows. The, the new Phillies full count is phenomenal. You... you he did a great it's outstanding a great idea dave the revamp he did on that thank you i will tell him that he's the reason anyone would yeah exactly <laughs> whenever whenever you bring up richie ashburn he's like who the fuck is that <laughs> yeah that's what he says. i'm actually holding my 1959 richie ashburn tops card right now my my fit my most recent in editing the episode isn't out yet and it won't be out when this is out but it was number five when you're like today we're here to discuss the greatest phillies of all time and jack's like the greatest philly of all time don't you mean the greatest number five (laughs) the way he jumped on your shit was awesome that's what teenagers do (laughs) they're more than happy to point out anything that's true yeah so congratulations to me (laughs) chris has to deal with it too chris congratulations having a teenager i got two all right ready for next question yes all right gilbert garcia jr asks would you guys do another episode on a character you've already covered if disney pushes it pushes a completely different backstory as part of the new expanded universe in the future films or tv episodes that would be cool that yeah, yeah no if it's that much different it might be we've actually 
kind of in this subject talked about doing Lobot again once we hit like 200 episodes. Yeah. yeah go back and to do go it. back and do we the do first it. one again. Yeah. It's a reboot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be cool because like I I don't know how how do Star Wars people feel in general about Disney saying none of this stuff. I mean, we've pretty much ignored right <laughs> the fact that people like whom whomever has said this stuff doesn't matter anymore and it didn't happen. Because to a lot of people, it certainly did. Like, it means a lot to some people. Uh, how do people feel about this in general? Do, are, they, are they going with what Disney's saying? Or are they saying, no, we, we're holding on to the past? I don't know. It's, in my experience so far, not that it's extensive at all. It's just like another four guys outside of you. It seems to be split down the middle. Yeah. Hmm. I guess it depends if there's a lot of people out there that, that invested, you know, literally decades reading these books and they're, and they're, they, they feel like they've been shit upon by them saying, okay, you spent the last 20 years reading these books. Well, fuck off. These there, there's nothing there to them. We're not, we're not referencing them going forward. So there are people that are like, ah, Disney just raped my childhood. A lot of raping. Um, yeah, a lot of raping going on by by taking things out of books. But I think honestly, I, the the people that are upset, I think that hopefully these movies that are coming out will sort of quell that, and they'll and they'll understand. Oh, these 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 stories are are so are so great that it doesn't matter that you know Mara Jade doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It just makes it so much easier for Disney. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. storytelling standpoint that they don't have to adhere to anything else that happened. They can just be right. Be themselves. I don't understand why both can't exist. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't we're, either. I mean, we like, haven't changed the thing we've done. We're so. just, yeah, we're just talking. We were just talking about comics a minute ago. How many different titles of comics of the same characters are there that are completely different storylines? Yeah, exactly. Like if, if your friend reads a spectacular Spider-Man, I always read the amazing Spider-Man. That was the only Spider-Man comic I would read is the amazing Spider-Man. If somebody was telling me something, I'd be like, what are you talking about? That happens <laughs> the spectacular Spider-Man. That doesn't matter. Mine's amazing. Yeah. That's- and I'm a big fan of ultimate Spider-Man, which is a completely different timeline. Yeah. That's the way it goes. It's fun. It's all cool. I like Peter Porker. The big one, whatever that <laughs> yeah. is. Amazing Spider-Ham. Absolutely. All right. Next question. I'm an ambush bug man. Yes. Okay. Next question is from Chris Holcomb, who asked if the group had to do one character from Star Trek, who would it be and why? Oh Lord. I'll just I'll, I'll give my um, answer because it's probably the only one that has like any authority behind it. I'd pick Garrick from Deep Space Nine, and anyone that knows that character knows why. I'm not even going to bother to explain it to you guys, not because you wouldn't understand, but because you wouldn't care and it would take too long to explain. I don't understand. I don't there you know. go. Yep. I would pick. I don't care. Somebody who Kirk banged. There you go. That's a good one. Um, the green chick. The, the Gorn. The green hot chick. Yes. How about Ahura? Because it's at least a woman. Anyone? No, we would do Khan. Khan is. Oh, that's the, yeah. Khan is the coolest. There's nobody cooler than Ricardo Montalban. No, nope. Garrick might be cooler. No. He's, oh no, he might be. He doesn't have a fake plastic. You don't know nothing. We right. did we There's did an episode on Metachlorians. Star Trek, we do an episode on Ponfar. Ooh, how about, how about no, tri- I like. Oh, Tribbles would be cool. We could do Tribbles. Tribbles. Yeah. I, 
If you Matt, you should you know a lot about Star Trek. You should do a Star Trek in character. Me and Quinn have talked about it, but again, that's another one that's like it's almost as it is as much work as Star Wars in character. It's like we don't want to put that much work into a series right now with him and I doing trailer pod boys and me doing Star Wars in character hosting now and again. So that the only thing that kept us is the lack of time because of the amount of research. Be podcast gold, and I I wouldn't want to be involved because I don't want any part of this if matt and my brother no should have podcasted <laughs> about star trek that would be podcast gold no, i don't want anything to do that either we've talked about <laughs> as a possible april fool's episode doing a star trek character on this show uh, so it would be it would be funny for five minutes yeah i would i would listen to start star trek in character if it was stuff in the movies I, I don't know anything about those uh, shows that happen after the original cast. So, this episode, we're talking about tings and people's ears. Yeah. So I yeah. would love to hear about that creature that they put in Chekhov's ear. Yeah. <laughs> and Paul Winfield. Like, those movies are great. Do it, Matt. No. Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was going to go much longer. No. All right. Next question. Anthony James says, how about a video tour of Chris's basement? Oh, a video we kind of have one. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's in the opening episode of Fan Film the series, which is not currently online. It comes and goes only because it takes up such a large amount of space. So maybe that'll come back now that the resources are opening again. But it kind of exists. But it's also not uh, not a bad idea to do again. You know what? Crossed my mind seriously. This just reminded me. Off and on is like film. Like I would film myself getting a new Star Wars item. That would be awesome. Like I actually just <laughs> completely got all eight macaroni and cheese boxes with Star Wars on it, <laughs> and I had. Well, where are you gonna put those? They're in the basement already. Uh, I have a box of cereal that just came out. I have that now in the basement. I think just whatever I pick up Star Wars wise, I should just post it and film it. You should. Well, if you'd like, I'll film you giving a tour of your basement. It's not gonna be as funny as what happened on that uh, fan film. Which Mac, I guess, maybe could put up, but that, that I, should still, I should take a photo of that pile. Still, that's still it is funny because it's still broken. Yeah, seven years later, that, that long. Yeah, two thousand eight is when we filmed that. Two thousand eight, and you still haven't cleaned up your shit. No, I haven't. What's wrong with you? You never go down there anymore. That that used to be like your your sanctuary, but I know not so much. That's so much now. That's a good idea, Anthony, and I think it should happen because Chris does. I mean, I'm not a collector. It's pretty impressive. Like it's this, nowhere near the what I what I want to have. Well, jeez, everything oh, else. God, you, you only have so much space and money. Yeah, be happy it's with what it. you have, and it's displayed beautifully on a, in a basement that was constructed by Matt's dad. That guy is a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, that's, if it's if it's not done, if it's not recorded by the time I come up there in the fall, I will uh, we'll we'll try to work that out of at a basement tour. You went to Tim. Tim will we'll see something. Remember a story about it. And tell it. All right. I will film you and Tim. Okay. Doing, well, this, awesome. This is a promise. Coming to soon. Anthony and anyone else who wants to see it. I will film Tim and Chris doing a museum tour of Chris's <laughs> basement. Okay. Bang. Bang. All right. Next question. Next. Al- Alan Mc- 
I think it's Erchin. Alan McErchin. Alan, if I'm saying that wrong, I apologize. I'm Alan, terrible. I think pronouncing. it's Alan McEckern. McEckern? Okay. Alan McEckern. Uh, he's the host of Digging Indie, which yep. is another Indiana Jones podcast. He's a good guy. I th- yeah, I think he's uh, participated in other past things. I think he called in when we had a call-in episode as well. So his question is, what do each of you not want to see happen in the new Star Wars movies? Mm-hmm. Dave's, ask- Dave's answer is the new Star Wars movies. Yeah, don't ask me. <laughs> yeah, all of it. What I would like to see happen is all the projectors break simultaneously across the world across and no world. one ever sees it. That's what I want to happen. So y'all can answer. What oh, what not want to happen? I want to not see time travel like every other damn J.J. Abrams yeah. story. That's, that's my only wish. Please don't put time travel. Please don't make Max von Sydow, Luke from the future, coming to change things. That's all I ask. That's a good answer, Matt. Uh, I, you know, there, there was this joke that uh, in the Vanity Fair article about J.J. Abrams putting Jar Jar's bones thinking that, Tim. somewhere in the thing. And then it was picked up as legitimate news. It was just him joking around. I don't want to see Jar Jar's bones in the movie because it's that's just dumb. Why, why would his bones have to be there? Why, what purpose does that have? And now that that joke's he's out there. Bit, he's Say now that that joke's out there, any bone anyone sees on screen is going to be claimed. Yeah, that's Jar bone. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Jar Jar is living a cushy life on Coruscant at the end of that movie, and he probably doesn't leave Coruscant, so he's probably stuck there. So wherever planets they go in the new Star Wars movies, chances are that's Jar Jar's bones aren't just going to be laying out in the middle of some right. field. This is dumb. I like. I don't want to see it. I'm going with math because I just saw Terminator, and the whole time thing. Might change everything. Might change the whole movies that we've seen. Might not even happen. That's a good point. I don't want to see. I mean, I'll go watch these movies. But if there's something that happened, I'm already like jaded. If there's something <laughs> that happens in these movies that has something to do that may change what happened in the original yeah. trilogy, yeah. that's going to really make me angry. I don't want to see that. And the other thing I don't want to see is Harrison Ford's name in the credits of the second movie. Because if he doesn't <laughs> that first movie, I am totally out. I'm never watching. All we're again. saying is if you see if you're sitting next to Dave during episode seven, watch out. <laughs> you might be swinging left and right. He he I, I need to see his dead body as the last frame of that see movie. His, his bones in the next movie. There yeah. you go. Yep. No, that's a good point with the time travel. If they start messing with so because that's why like any movie with time travel, like you watch like beloved movies you, you know people love back to the future there are people that hate back to the future too because then when they watch back to the future one they think oh well marty mcfly from the second movie is standing just off screen yeah. in back to the future one and now you're fucking with the way that i look at my favorite movie yeah, mm, yeah. that be- you might see that with this rogue this rogue one which is about the uh the getting the battle getting the battle schematics for uh the death star so that's that right there it's kind not i mean not not quite in the same family but you know you might there, there may be a scene in star wars where you know darth vader walks around the the corner going into the the into the the room at the beginning of the movie the the boardroom with all those all the generals and stuff and then in this rogue one there might be some guy outside you know putting a trip wire outside so darth vader falls when he goes out the door again that would upset you. I think a lot of things are going to upset me. Am <laughs> I, I have like, no, no doubt about that. Am I the only one that's like this? Yep. 
I'm, I've been told that the opening crawl for um, episode eight says yesterday in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> it's going to have time travel. Uh, that's good. All right. Next question. Brad Westby asks, what Star Wars characters do you want on your side in a bar fight? Which ones wouldn't you want on your side? Uh, obviously, Will or Hood. Hakiba says it all. Hakiba. Miranda <laughs> Gorgon. There you go. Is that your answer for everything? Because she can hit you six times over. <laughs> Who's good in a fight in the movies? I don't know if I want Gundark on my side, and I want C3 go on the other side. There you go, yeah. Chewbacca. Oh, Ooh. perfect. That's that's the answer. Chewbacca, nobody, nobody yeah. beats up Chewbacca. Like, he's the guy. There are many, A Gundark. There are many, yeah. There are many fights, fights in Star Wars. Like, there's, is there any time that anyone like I can't, I can't picture anything where people are punching each other. Like, ish, ish. yeah. Han yeah. like, versus Lando on Cloud City, he gets a sucker punch in. I did all I could. Shit, I'm out of here. That's a good. Like, I'm thinking of this now. Like, is, how many punches are thrown and landed in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. In all of them, uh, Lando on Han. Or Han on Lando. That's what yeah. Tim just said. Oh, he did? I wasn't listening. I was reading the questions ahead of him. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. I'm going with Chewie. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of anything in Jedi. And Jar Jar gets kicked in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> this mouse thinking with. All right. Next question then. Josh Baker. Would you rather fight a, bee si- a bear-sized bee or 50 bee-sized bears? <laughs> 50 B-sized bears. I agree because a yeah, bear-sized bee stinger is would impale you. That would kill, yeah, that would kill you. Yep. Hell no. It would be a bear-sized bee. Oh no. No. No, those little claws, little B-sized bear claws, mm-hmm. that was like that barely scratched the surface of your skin as you swat them away. You got one. It'd be like a tick. We get one yeah, stinger. You got one opponent to deal with, or fifty opponents to deal with. Who are you gonna choose? Oh, I'll take the fit. No, I don't want to deal with a bear-sized bee. That's oh no. Yeah, no, no, no. That's an eight-foot bee. Yeah, Dave. You couldn't get away from one bee. He's fast. If it's eight foot if with, it flies, with wings, no, no. To hold you? That's bull. Have you seen how far, how fast a bee-sized beast? Can can fly? How fast? <laughs> Fuck bee. Imagine a bear size bee. It's no like light speed. The one the Dead. one bee is easier to defeat than fifty bees chasing you. No, no bears that are the size of bees. So it's like it's like fifty like yeah like cockroaches running at you. Look, you step on them. No, you don't step on them. Have you ever been attacked by a swarm of bees? No. Yeah, but b- these are bee sized bears. These bears are on the ground. On the ground. That's true, yeah. These are not winged bears. That's a good point. <laughs> this question is, we're looking at this question too much, all right? So you just dump a little honey in the in the corner of the room and you get away. No way. Yeah. Yep. I still pick. Oh, bother. Bother, 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 bother. Bear-sized bee and get away from one. I don't want to fight 50 things when I can fight one thing. No. Nope. You you what would you rather fight? Would you rather fight a, a, or what would you rather deal with? Would you rather deal with a beetle car coming at you at 45 miles an hour or someone rolling a 50 marbles towards you that's at a, at a high at a high speed that's not an equitable a metaphor 
you could get, that that car will kill you, but those fifty marbles coming at you will just sting. Like, Ow, my toes. <laughs> That's a good question, though. That was. <laughs> That's a good question. That's a question for the ages. Uh, yeah. All right. Next question. And feel free to answer if you want to or not. And it is from Rodney Jordan. He asks, I've been wondering what are Swick host, what are the Swick host day jobs? Chris. I deliver off supplies since 1992 until now. I didn't think truck. that's what you're going to say. I thought yeah. you were stacks. Gonna, I'm being honest. I thought you're you going to stacks, s- Tim. Yeah, you're right. Tim. I thought you were going to say your real job. And my male, and I also a male fluffer, male prostitute, Fred Garvin, male prostitute, Dave. <laughs> I uh, work in a school district and do autistic support for students in a high school that. Uh, 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 they have autism. What about you, Tim? Male prostitute. Uh, I work at an entertainment venue in Nashville. Oh, he won't say where. A big one. A big one. The biggest one? Not the biggest one, but one. So when you think of Nashville, there's only a couple places that people think about. Like, ooh, that's in Nashville, and that's where I work. It, one of those places. Okay. <laughs> How much is a thousand dollars? What do you mean? How much is a thousand dollars? Some. That's called what? A grand. And a grand. All right. Why? That's oh, I get it. Matt's, Matt's turn. Yeah, it's a thousand dollars. It's old, <laughs> and it's more countrified than opera. There you go. I work in. I guess you'd say computer system engineering, but I am not going to say where or to what extent. That's all I'm willing to say. Because it's top secret. No, I just don't want to. Yeah, I don't care to talk about my workplace in relation to while I'm doing my podcasting. Those are two separate worlds. That's all. Matt works for the CIA. <laughs> we tell you have to kill you. Next question. Actually, with, with, with my job, you, you, you can't really comment on stuff like that online because then technically I'm in the media and I'm not authorized to speak to the media about what I do. It's weird. So, yeah, technically I'm not supposed to really say what i do mm. or it's not that not that i'm doing anything like crazy but you are it's just like it's it's part of our it's part of the contract we signed when we when we start work there yeah so thanks so thanks for the question and getting us all fired <laughs> <laughs> next next question is from kevin raidner to ritzel besides these star wars all right so besides star wars what's your next favorite sci-fi fantasy film and why Oh, with Tim, this could be a twenty-minute answer. Yeah, quick, Tim. All right, come on. Time- I, I don't even know. Um, the those those Christopher Nolan Batman's were really awesome. But I, you know, when it when it comes to when it comes to other movies, I don't. Is that sci-fi? I don't really get into them as much, like like Star Wars. Tim, is, is Batman sci-fi? Not it's really. Fantasy, sort of. Okay, cause, yeah. good because I I was going to say Superman, so I'm glad. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that that's out there. Superman is an alien. He is. What about you, Matt? <sighs> My next favorite. I ugh, that's a good question. I get. I have a lot of varied interest in all different movies. I, I honestly don't know. I guess probably Star Trek hmm. because I will catch those when they when the movies do come out. Even the new ones. Even though I'm not a fan of the new ones that much, I will go see them right away. So I guess Star Trek. I guess it's simpler than I thought. There you go. Okay. 
I would say Big Trouble in Little China. And if <laughs> you have to hear more about it, you should listen to the latest episode of The Grady's The Great 80s Movie Debate, where we discuss Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh. There's the popcorn. That's right. <laughs> I guess, I guess a, a more suitable answer for me would just be like, I enjoy comic book movies. You in gave general. your answer. I really like this. Yeah. <laughs> next, <laughs> Batman. next question from Dan Flynn said, do you guys plan on having another meetup at some point on the East coast, preferably near PA or Maryland guaranteed? Yes, actually we do stay tuned to this page for details. Ooh, I get to meet some of these people. Hopefully maybe. Yeah. Finally, if you show up, I would show up. If, <laughs> I would show up if I, if I can get there in a car. Yeah. I would love to meet any listeners and have a drink and bowl or do whatever the hell we're going to do. It would be a freaking unbelievably great time. I'm so sorry. I just, missed the one. just out of curiosity, Dave, would you like to play pinball with these listeners? I would love to play pinball. Okay. Just wondering, just popped into my head. <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> Is there beer? Would these pinballs be for alls? <laughs> oh, that's even better. I can just slap a sticker on the old tickets. I love I love meeting listeners and uh, talking to them online and stuff like that. It's fun to meet new people, and I, I I would love to do that. I'm so sorry I missed the bowling, but you would love that. You even told me of all the things the Anaheim trip. If if you would have went, that's one thing you really missed. Hell yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Hell yeah, and I'm a lot of fun. <laughs> Unless you ask me about the new Star Wars, then shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, don't ask me about a new start, but other than that, I'm a whole, I'm, I'm tons of fun. That's so, true. You were just here not two weekends ago, and I don't think there was a dull moment that we were awake together. That's right, Chris. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Marcus Doring, which you guys know well, much better than me. I touched his ball. <laughs> That's right. Well, and that relates to his question. He said, would you room again? Would you room again? I'm sorry. Would you room with me again now that crotch Snapgate is no more? I definitely would, and I would just I sure. oh, outfit or no outfit, I would snap his crash no matter what. That's <laughs> sweet. That guy, he sounds like he, he sounds like a cool guy. Nice guy. I got to meet him one night, have dinner with him, with you guys and Lou, our buddy Lou. Night, Denny, great, great night. Yeah, it was a Denny's, right? Yeah, or it was. Yep. Denny's or it was Denny's. Yep. yep. Is he the guy with the cool like German accent? Yes. Yes, he called in yeah. on our Christmas special. Yeah, I remember that. What's his What's his uh, scrotum like? Germany. Does it smell like Wiener Schnitzel? I didn't use anywhere near my head area. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. I did. <laughs> Next question from an old friend, real old friend from way back in the very beginning. In fact, the first one to ever ask any of us to participate in another podcast, Ricardo Ricardo Silvestri. Hey. And he asked, what happened to the outtake at the end? That was one of my favorite things of the show. I still laugh every time I heard the Bin Laden is dead. <laughs> this is actually the second second person that asked this question this week. Someone asked that earlier in our message thing. And it's real simple. I mean, I'll, I'll answer from the technical aspect of it. We have now gotten into the habit of recording multiple episodes in one sitting. So we kind of sit down, record and go. And all those outtakes that you've heard were usually before or after recordings. Since we're not doing one a week by week recording anymore, those moments are gone. And so they just, we don't have the material to do that anymore is really long and short of it. However, having said that, if you have not listened to the after credits of Acmina, 
you miss some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's songs and shit on there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Ricardo's show. Yes, you were. Matt, were you? Yes, was I? I was, yes. Tim was. Chris, were you on Ricardo's show? Let me check my email. Hold on. <laughs> Let me check my email. Chris, three quarters of us have been on on Porch on the Prince of Portugal's show. It's Portugal, and not you. Suck it, Chris. Maybe he just he just loves me so much. He doesn't want to have me on. He's intimidated by you. He did say that. <laughs> All right. Next set of questions. We have one person asking one of us each a question. This is from Cordell J. Calkins, and first is for Dave. Oh, boy. Dave, who would you rather... <laughs> I'm going to clean it up. Who would you rather BF, Betty White or Boss Ness? <laughs> What's BF? Best friend? No. Well, not quite. What's BF? Think of Michael Jackson. Oh. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that stands for? Yes. Here, I'll show you. Come here. Zip. Who would you, be- who would you rather best friend? <laughs> That's what I thought it meant. I'm naive. Well, I have a feeling the answer would be the same anyway, so I guess I'm going to have to go with Betty White <laughs> and uh, think of the uh, the young pictures that Chris showed me when we recorded it, or at least the topless back or at least the statue that I saw <laughs> at Hollywood Studios. So there you go, BW all the way down hours. Okay. Yeah, all right. But BW means Bill Withers. Ain't no sunshine. Okay. Where I'm going. Here's uh, his question for Tim. <laughs> Tim, can the Grady's do Halloween 2, 1981? Friday the 13th, Jason Lives, and My Bloody Valentine, 1981. I want to hear Tim, you talk about that. slashers. Answer that question, Tim. I'm sure the Grady's can do that. I haven't been on that show since 2010, so uh, <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure those guys could do those, those episodes. That's up to them. I... Uh, no, Tim. I don't have a whole lot to say on that one. Asking you, Tim. Tim, it's up to you. It's up to you. you- I, the the Grady's have the ability to do all three of those movies. If they're in the eighties, um, we can do them. Yes, they have that ability. Whether or not I will be on those shows is unlikely. <laughs> I've been on one of their shows for five years, so. Cordell, if you're into slasher films and talk about that kind of stuff, you need to listen to Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. That's all I'm saying. Yes. So his question for me says, Matt, are you hyped for Disney Star Wars seeing as the prequels rubbed you the wrong way? I mean, I'm as excited as anyone that grew up with the original trilogy trilogy can be. I'm I'm anxious yet apprehensive of what to see. I I will say this. I wish they'd make up their damn minds on what they're doing in the theme park because I know whatever they're going to do, they're going to put in a new technology that's not in any theme park. And more than anything, living in Orlando in Central Florida, I love seeing new rides. So whether or not I like the new movie, the new ride will probably be something that will blow me away technologically. So at least from that aspect, yes, I'm looking forward to that. And then lastly for Chris, it says, Chris, I have a lot of names, ideas. How do I send them to you? Email, Twitter, Pigeon, whatever. Just come to his house. You have his address. You now. do have my address. That's true. Yes. Email's fine. Send a letter. He's got a he's got a nice pull out couch. <laughs> It'll pull out all right. Oh, Betty White. <laughs> Next question from Donald Wicks, who is one of the running Wilros and was at our balls for all. Of him, he says, "Are any of the other hosts capable of sucking it?" No. Let's see. <laughs> I think no, I, just him. Dave knows how. Trust me. Trust me. All the way down to the 
Short and curlies. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Curly fries. <laughs> Curly fries. <laughs> Next question from Jason. I think it's it's Chains. C H A N Z E or is it Chans? Which one do you guys think? Probably just Chance or Chance. Chance. Chans? Okay. Chans. All right. From Jason, he asked, "Do you think the Force Awakens will be the best Star Wars film like Anthony Daniels does?" No, because Empire Strikes Back is and will always be. I agree with Matt. Take a chance on me. No. Hey. Probably not. Chris's wife just walked in a room wearing a Michael Jackson shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look what a glove is. The glove is down by the something. By the flowers. Next question from Corey Howell. Other than Chris, who we all know can't read, who is your one favorite EU character or any arc? Who wrote that? Who Corey that? Howell. That was very mean spirited, Corey. You can read. But that's appropriate for the show. I can't read it at all. <laughs> you guys, I don't have an answer. Do you all, yeah, what do y'all think? You, you favorite guys- character? I don't know that I have a favorite EU character. My I favorite like arc. Thrawn. My favorite arc is the uh, the uh, X Wing series, and, but that is like predominantly Wedge and some new pilots. So I don't know that I have a particular EU new character. But my favorite arc is the X Wing series by far. What about you, Tim? Yeah, Thrawn, I guess. Grand Admiral Thrawn, I think. I find him to be interesting. But, I mean, I don't I don't read a whole lot of the books. I mean, I've read a few of them. I mean, there's, what, 200 books? I've read maybe, like, 10, 12 of them. So, and three of them have been the Thrawn books. So. Okay. I like him. From Matt, Matt I'm going to say Matt. Mastuko. I think it's Mastuko. Matt Mastuko. He says, are you guys going to market Force Socks? Ooh. I think we should. I think, I think we, we should. Could. I think we should. Uh, I got three right now from the last episode. <laughs> create a partnership with like Haynes or something like that and uh, and get the deal done. What do you think, Chris? Michael Jordan sells that stuff, right? <laughs> Wearing stuff. Maybe we should go on Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> And that you guys are here. Why? Well, we got a bunch of socks that kids can jizz into. <laughs> Sold. Okay. That's better. Take I, it. I think there's a there's a misconception amongst a lot of people out there, especially with the scavenger hunt that we're running over the summer months, that don't know what a forced sock is. Chris, would you like to explain that? Here, let me take mine off. Okay. All it is, it's a sock. <laughs> yeah. It's a sock. That that's it. And when we say we want one for the scavenger hunt that's unused, what does that mean? No DNA, semen, jizz, squirt inside it. Beautiful. Well, that wraps it up for part one of this special. We will continue going through the questions in part two, and that will be in just a few weeks after our next two regular episodes. So until then, uh, regular episodes start again next week with which I believe will be the Dark Side Cave. So until then, thank you for listening, and we will be back in a few weeks with part two and the conclusion of this special Ask Us Anything series. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. 
Star Wars, and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.